Welcome to the Derek Prince Ministries podcast, helping you to grow stronger in God. For more than six decades, best-selling author and Bible teacher Derek Prince has been a source of inspiration for millions of believers around the world. You too can benefit from his compelling biblical insights. And now, Derek Prince. This theme is particularly appropriate for the start of a new year. It's designed to equip you with an attitude and an outlook that will enable you to appropriate the fullness of God's blessing and God's provision in the year that lies ahead. You see, so much depends on these two things, your attitude and your outlook, as you move on into all that God has planned for you in this new year. My talks are based on the Epistle to the Hebrews. Twelve times in this epistle the writer says, Let us. These words indicate a resolution, a decision, something that relates to our will. But the fact that the phrase is in the plural, let us, also indicates that it's a decision that we need to make together with our fellow believers. It indicates our interdependence with the other members of the body of Christ. Taken together, these 12 let us passages in Hebrews constitute 12 scriptural New Year resolutions. We'll just look briefly at the first three steps which we spoke about last week. Interestingly, each one of them is found in Hebrews chapter 4. The first is in verse 1. Therefore, let us fear, lest while a promise remains of entering his rest, any of you should seem to have come short of it. The second one is in verse 11. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall through following the same example of disobedience. The third one is in verse 14. Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Just briefly recapitulated, those are the first three steps to a good year. Number one, let us fear. Number two, let us be diligent. Number three, let us hold fast our confession. Today we're going to move on to the fourth step. This also is found in that fourth chapter of Hebrews. It's in the last verse, verse 16. Let us therefore draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and may find grace to help in time of need. So that's the fourth step. Let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace. I believe that fourth step is directly related to the first three steps. I believe there's a, a significance in the sequence. I believe that in order to be able to draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, we need to make sure that we've taken the first three steps. The first, let us fear that we've come with an attitude of reverence and an awareness of our need of God's grace. Then, secondly, let us be diligent 
I believe this is our response to God's grace, that we are not slack, not lazy, not indifferent, not presumptuous. We see that God's grace is no excuse for our indifference or presumption, but rather that it provokes us to be diligent. And the third step, let us hold fast our confession. I believe we have to have the right confession. We have to say the right things with our mouths about Jesus and what he's done for us. If we're going to be able to approach that throne of grace with confidence. In regard to our approaching the throne of grace, we are told to come for two things, mercy and grace. Now, it's my conviction that if God invites us in his word to come, and if we meet the conditions which I've briefly outlined, and God says that there's mercy and grace waiting for us, then I believe we can count on mercy and grace. I don't believe we ever need to be disappointed. I don't believe that God ever gives us an invitation that he doesn't stand behind. So many of the promises and the invitations in the Bible are conditional. God says, if you do this and this, I'll do that. And I believe God is saying to us here, if you'll approach my throne, having met the conditions, and you'll acknowledge your need of my mercy and my grace, then you can count on it. I will make my mercy and my grace available to you. We don't need to be in any doubt about that. That's why I believe the scripture says, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace. If we come as God's children, we don't come as beggars. We're invited. God has no second-class children. He never holds us at a distance if we've met the conditions for approach. It's very important that we come with confidence. That's faith in action. It's faith that won't be denied. It's faith that takes God at his word and believes that God is as good as his word. It's faith in God's faithfulness. So that's how we are to approach the throne with confidence. We're told to approach God's throne of grace to receive two things, mercy and grace. I believe we need to look at what's involved in each of these two things. I believe the order is significant. I believe we need, first of all, mercy and then grace. Mercy essentially relates to people who've done wrong, who cannot claim their rights, who are weak or unworthy. There's an attitude in the world today that makes everybody want to claim their rights. Everybody says, this is due to me, and that is due to me, and why didn't I get that, and I ought to have this. And with that attitude prevailing, it's hard often for people to see that they need mercy. I thank God personally that since I came to know the Lord, there's one thing I have never been in any doubt about, that I need God's mercy. I'm clear about that no matter what situation I'm in. I can't just trust in my rights. They're not sufficient. I need God's mercy. So important to see that. I'm reminded of a friend of mine who's in full-time Christian ministry now, but once upon a time he was a traveling salesman, 
and he had been driving rather recklessly and he had received several tickets for exceeding the speed and so on and he'd been summoned to the sheriff's office and he went there with uh, a terrible feeling that he was going to have his license suspended and of course that would have been very serious for him because he would have had no means of carrying on with his profession as a salesman so he prepared what he was going to say and when he was summoned before the sheriff he said this sir I'm not asking for justice I'm asking for mercy and the sheriff replied no one has ever said that to me before and he was so taken aback that though he gave him a severe warning he permitted him to retain his license well those words have always stuck with me I think when we come to God we'd better come with that attitude I'm not asking for justice I'm asking for mercy and I believe when we come with that attitude God will never withhold his mercy the only problem the only reason why people don't receive mercy is they don't see their need of it the second thing we're told to come for is grace what is grace grace is what God will freely do for us beyond what we deserve one essential thing about grace is it cannot be deserved secondly the grace of God is supernatural it goes beyond all the limits of our natural ability it says we're to come in time of need I think that's so important are you in a situation of need is your situation desperate well don't let the devil fool you into thinking that it's too desperate and that it's too late to come and that there's nothing you can do about it because God specifically invites you to come in time of need so if as you hear this message today your situation is desperate let me recommend this to you that you come to God's throne with confidence for these two things first of all mercy don't ask for your rights because if you got your rights you'd be shocked what you really deserve you don't want secondly come for grace don't limit God to what he can do on your behalf and don't be put off by the fact that your situation is desperate that's just the time to come finally remember you're coming to a throne and on that throne is a king and the king you're coming to is the king of the universe all authority and power in heaven and in earth is in his hands thank you for listening for more inspiring teaching visit our website at dpmuk.org/podcast and like our page at facebook.com forward slash dpmuk to join our online community. Derek Prince, teaching you can trust.